Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. Hey y'all, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Janae, and I'm going to jump right into this episode because honestly, I am recording from my bed. Um, I was not going to record this episode because of the topic that I'm going to be discussing, um, and the reason why is because I felt unworthy to talk about it because of the simple fact that um, I'm going through this now. Um, usually if I talk about something, it's after I've like dealt with it, conquered it, and I can share my testimony. But I am going to be recording this in the midst of what I'm going through. So um, one of the the reasons why I started this show is because I always want women to understand and even some men who listen to this, that you are not alone. And so I know for a fact that I'm not alone and I pray that at the end of this episode or by the end of this episode that some of you will realize that you're not alone. Um, and so excuse me in advance if I start crying, excuse me in advance if I crack up a little bit, excuse me in advance if I kind of ramble. Um, but I got to get this out. Um, because at the end of the day, um, no matter how defeated I may feel at times, excuse me, I want God to get all the glory. And so by shedding light on what I'm going through, God gets the glory from it. So um, let me start off by reading something that I posted earlier this week on Instagram and Facebook. And it said, um, if only you knew how close you are to the goodness coming your way, the open doors you are about to walk through, the connections you are about to make, the healing you are about to receive, the answers you are about to get. The season you are about to walk in, you will hold on a little tighter, get a little more excited, praise a little harder, and trust God so much more. It's coming. Keep preparing and keep trusting. XOX, Jessica Janae. And I posted that on Monday, I believe, um, last Monday. And as I was typing that caption for my picture, I started to tear up and usually when I'm like making a post that God has dropped into my spirit, it's like when I post it, it feels like something leaves me, if that makes sense. I don't know really how to explain it, but that particular day as I was typing it up, I was like tearing up and I was like, oh my God, like I feel so heavy. Like, and when I posted it, it felt like something had left me, right? Little did I know that after posting that, that the week I would have would be just awful, just awful. Um, I was emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally just drained. I was on E and that's the best way that I can, um, I can, um, explain it. And so one day as I was crying out to God, 
Okay, I was crying out to God. He revealed to me that I'm in this waiting season, right? And so I started to get frustrated because like, okay, God, like I have done this, I've done that. And you probably have had that mo- those moments where it's like, okay, God, I've given up this, I've stopped doing this, I started doing that. And where, when is it gonna happen for me? Like, when is it gonna be my turn? When is everything that you've been promising me coming to pass? What about the visions you've been giving me, right? I've been working really hard and it just does not seem like it's coming, right? So I know that I'm in this season of waiting and in the season of waiting is where God is preparing you for what he has for you, right? He's preparing you for it. And sometimes he's preparing it for you, whatever your it may be, a new a new position, a new relationship, a new business, a new venture, whatever it is that God has you've been praying for or whatever God's preparing for you. The waiting season is the period that, you know, he's preparing you for what he's about to bring you into or give to you. And so, y'all, this past week was like just emotionally draining. It was to the point where I didn't know what to pray for myself. Um, I didn't have any energy to pray for myself. And I would be happy for a few hours, crying the next. Friday, I cried at least three times. Saturday, I cried at least once. Like, it was just, it's just emotionally draining. And so, um, I was like, God, like, here I am you know, and trying to encourage people and telling them that if only they knew how close they were to the goodness coming their way, if only they knew the open doors that they were about to walk through and the connection they were about to make and et cetera, et cetera. And here I am. I can't, those words don't even speak to me right now, right? Those words don't even speak to me right now. Like I'm trying to hold on to your word, God. I'm trying to hold on to your promises, but it just feels like it's not coming, I even told God at one point, I said, God, I feel like Hannah, like there are people who you see on social media, they have what you've been praying for and it don't even feel like they do what they're supposed to be doing. You get what I'm saying? Like they're just out here living recklessly and it's, it's, it's annoying. Like I even had to take a break from social media because it's like, God, I feel like Hannah. And if you don't know the story of Hannah, Hannah wanted to have a child, but she couldn't have a child. And her husband's other wife, like could have all these children and would just like broadcast it in her face and just kind of like brag about it in Hannah's face. And that last week, that's how I felt. You know, I had somebody who I haven't spoken to in two years text me and say, oh, just want to let you know I'm having a baby. And then I see other people like making all these different announcements about things that I have been praying for and hoping for and wishing for. And it's like, God, when is it going to be my turn? Like, I understand like God's timing is perfect. I, I truly believe that. But at the end of the day, I'm still human and there are still things that I desire. And it's just like, God, when is it going to be my time? And last week, I just got frustrated with God. I just got frustrated. You get what I'm saying? Like, I got frustrated. And I wish I understood. I wish I understood like the things that I go through. Like everything that I tell y'all on this show, I always get tested by it. Like I always get tested by it. And sometimes it's hard. Like sometimes it's really, really hard. You get what I'm saying? Like this oil on my life doesn't come easy. Doesn't come easy. And there are some moments where I handle it better than others. You get what I'm saying? There are moments where I handle it better than others. But then there are moments like last week where I remember that I'm human and I'm not superwoman. And I don't have to carry this weight by myself. So 
I say all that to say this, that if you're in the waiting season, like I am, and you're waiting for certain things to come to pass that you've been praying for, and that even things that God has promised you, you get what I'm saying? Like, you are not by yourself because right now I'm in my waiting season and it's so hard and it's it's not it's hard because I've been trying to do it in my own strength thank you holy ghost uh, there are it's hard it's been hard because I've been trying to do it in my own strength and so Tuesday I found myself praying on my way to work and um God dropped these or the Holy Spirit dropped these notes into my heart and I started writing them in my phone and I want to share them with you and so the first thing is don't despise the waiting season don't despise the waiting season there is a scripture in the Bible that says don't despise um small beginnings right and it comes from um Zechariah 4 and 10 and let me pull that up for us um Zechariah 4 and 10 says who dares despise the day of small things since the seven eyes of the Lord that range throughout the earth will rejoice when they see the chosen capstone right don't despise and I do not like that um translation Okay, here's another one. The New Living Translation says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. And so as I was saying that to myself, God told me, don't despise the waiting season. A lot of times we despise the waiting season because it's uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable, okay? It doesn't nobody else understand how uncomfortable the waiting season is. Sis, bro, I do. The waiting season is so uncomfortable. But don't despise the waiting season because the waiting season is preparing us for what God has for us, right? Do not despise the waiting season. And I'm not trying to take away from the fact that, you know, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't always feel good. It doesn't always look good. But we can't despise the waiting season. We actually have to learn how to embrace the waiting season. Because when you're waiting for something, think about this. When you're at your favorite restaurant and you're waiting for your food, it may take a little minute, but you know that when the food comes to your table, like it's about to be busting. You about to have your favorite dish. That's just like God. When he has us waiting, he's not having us wait for nothing, but he's preparing us for what he's about to bring for us. So don't despise the waiting season. The second thing is in the waiting season, don't be distracted by nothing. Because if you're distracted by nothing, how can God trust you with the something? Um, a lot of times I have to speak to myself. Like I have to speak sense to myself. And at this point of me like pouring out to God and kind of like listening to what he had to say back, it was like, Jess, these past few weeks you have been distracted by nothing. And by nothing, I mean you've been distracted by social media. You've been distracted by like these random guys that have been trying to, you know, get your attention and they kind of been playing with your time or whatever. That, that, that reflects nothing. Right. But God is trying to bring something in your life. So why would God bring something in your life when you haven't even begun to do what he's asked you to do with when you have nothing? You get what I'm saying? A lot of us are wanting things 
that are something and they're going to be something big from God. But right now we have nothing. And when I say nothing, I'm not mean like literally nothing, but I mean figuratively nothing. So if you're distracted by nothing, right? If I haven't, if, well, let's say for you, if you haven't written the book yet, if you haven't started the business and God hasn't even brought your man into the picture or God hasn't opened another door for you yet, what do you do you really think God is going to trust you that if he brings a man or he brings a different opportunity into your life or whatever it is that you're waiting for? If he was to bring that into your life right now, can he really trust you with it? Can he trust you to write that book? Can he trust you to, you know, what I'm saying go after what he's asking to go after if you're distracted in this season by nothing and he hasn't even brought to you yet what he wants to bring to you? So in the waiting season, don't be distracted by nothing. And that's, I'm saying that in air quotes, because if you're distracted by nothing, how can God trust you with the something? My God. And then the third point is God has made promises that he can't or won't go back on. So when you say act like you already got it, it's because you do. Hebrews, um, let me go back to my Bible. Um, Hebrews chapter 10 verses 24 Hold on now. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. So um, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 says, So now wrap your heart tightly around the hope that lives within us, knowing that God always keeps his promises. Right. Let me read that again. So now wrap your heart tightly around the hope that lives within us, knowing that God always keeps his promises. So God has made promises that he can't or won't go back on, because if he was to go back on those promises, that would go against him as God. Right. That would go against his character. And so if God has already made you promises and if you already know, we already know that God will not go back on his promises when we say we got to act like we already got it, we're not saying that or we shouldn't say it just to like make it sound good. But we got to say it knowing that that's the truth. We already got what God has promised us because we already have it. We already have what God has promised us because his word tells us that he cannot go back against his promises. Right. That he always keeps his promises and so if God has made you a promise even though you don't see it in this waiting season that doesn't mean that you don't have it it just means that you don't have it yet it doesn't mean that you're not getting it it just means that you don't have it yet your promise is already here and the spirit is already there you just don't see it manifested yet in the natural but God keeps all of his promises he keeps all of his promises. And my prayer is that my heart, right, my heart will take that in and that that will just saturate my heart that God keeps all of his promises. God keeps all of his promises. He keeps all of his promises. And then the fourth thing was don't let your desires be your distraction in this season. One of the things that I desire is I want a husband. I desire a husband. I'm not going to water that down. I'm not going to make it seem like I don't want a man because at the end of the day, I want a husband and I want to do life with my husband. Right. But my singleness you know, my content, my contentment has been like not the best these past few weeks, if I'm completely honest with y'all. And um, 
God told me, like, just don't let your desires be your destruction in this season. And when I say that, don't let the fact that you don't have what you desire now distract you from doing what God has called you to do. Because if I'm completely honest, there are things that God has told me that I need to have ready for to drop when 2020 hits. But I've been so focused on what I don't have. I've been so focused on the desires that I don't have. That I've been, I haven't been doing anything that I'm supposed to be doing to get these projects completed to drop when 2020 hits. So I am here to tell you, don't let your desires be your distraction in this season. Don't let your distraction, your desires be your distraction this season. And so going back, let me tell you what I learned this morning because it is Sunday as I'm recording this. Um, so. As I'm up Sunday, I didn't go to church. Um, I just wanted to rest and just relax. Hence, that's why I'm recording in my bed. But it hit me like a ton of bro- bricks. Um, so I got on Snapchat. And one of my memories, also on Facebook too, was this video that I made three years ago. Right? And in the video, I'm talking about how I was praying. I guess I was on my way to work at my old job. And I was praying and how this car like pulled out in front of me and started driving really, really slow. And because they pulled out in front of me, like if my brakes had not been really good, like I could have possibly hit them. And I talk about how that was the second time this week or that particular week that that had happened, that a car had pulled out in front of me and started driving mad slow. And so in the video, I'm talking, I'm saying like, you know, um, what did I say? I said, you know, I'm praying and I'm always good and in a good mood until a car pulls out in front of me. And if it had not been for my brakes, then I would hit this car or whatever. And then I was like how God spoke to me in that moment and said, the same way that car pulled out in front of you, that is the enemy. That represents the enemy. A lot of us are going in the way, we're going the way that God has called us to go in. We're doing what God has called us to do, but the enemy will always try to pull out in front of us to distract us or to slow us down. But the same way I had my brakes on my car, God is the brakes of my life. So he slows me down when I need to slow down. He tells me to go left and tells me to go right when I need to go, when I need to switch directions because he is protecting me from the enemy and so as i watched i watched it like three times um today but as i'm watching that it dropped in my spirit jess what have you been praying what have you been praying and i was like you know what i have been praying i told y'all i've been praying the prayer of bed god enlarge my territory and protect me from the hands of the enemy while you do that and so It dawned on me, Jess, you have been asking God to enlarge your territory, but to protect you from the hands of the enemy while he does it. And then I was like, Jessica, this whole week, you have been throwing these temper tantrums. You've been upset with God because he's not bringing certain things to pass. But here you are where you ask God to protect you from the hands of the enemy. So I'm here to say, I say all that to say this, Jesus, I say all that to say this. Don't be mad when you ask God to protect you from the hands of the, of the enemy. When you ask God to protect you from things that are not of him. When you ask God to protect you from things that are less than what he wants to give you. But then when he blocks things from happening, you get upset because that's what you want. 
We are so used to the small things that when God begins to remove the small things because he wants to enlarge our territory, we get upset and we begin to feel like it's not fair. And that's what last week represented. I was so focused on what God was blocking. I was so focused on what God had not given me yet. I was so focused on what God had taken away from me. Because I really wanted those small things. I know deep down that those things that I desire or wanted at that point were too small for me. But God was protecting me. I was so focused on what I didn't have that I didn't take time to thank God for enlarging my territory. But not only is he enlarging my territory, but he is protecting me from the hands of the enemy. So could it be that our waiting season... It's not that God is punishing us, not that anybody else deserves what they have better more than us. But could it be that God is enlarging your territory, but your waiting season is to protect you while he is enlarging it? Could it be that your waiting season is to prepare your mind to no longer want the smaller things because he is taking you to a territory of enlargement or a season of enlargement? So the next time you have a temper tantrum like me, stop and ask yourself, what have I been praying? Because if I would have remembered (laughs) that I had been praying and asking God to enlarge my territory, but to protect me from the hands of the enemy, I would have been looking at these past two weeks in my waiting season a whole different way, a completely different way. So I know this is all over the place, but um, yeah, don't despise the waiting season. Number two, in the waiting season, don't be distracted by nothing, because if you're distracted by nothing, how can God trust you with the something? Number three, God has made promises that he can't or won't go back on. So when you say and like you already got it, it's because you know you already got it. And number four, don't let your desires be your distraction in the waiting season. And I know I forgot to do my lesson of the week um, at the beginning of the show, but my lesson of the week was I learned that I check on so many people. Like I always make sure that everybody else is good. Like trying to motivate people, trying to, you know what I'm saying? Just make sure people are good. That last week I forgot to check in with myself. So my lesson of the week, and I want to challenge all of us is to remember to check in on yourself. Stop and ask yourself, self, how are you doing? How can I service myself? How can I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, we are supposed to be selfless, selfless, excuse me, but none of that matters if we're not 100% good. You get what I'm saying? So don't forget to check in with yourself. Um, Y'all, I am in a... The season is not rough. The season is preparation. The season is preparation. But the waiting season is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. But I know that it's so worth it. But don't despise the waiting season because it is preparing you for what God has for you. And I want you to know that you are not by yourself. That I am in the waiting season right along with you. But I know that we are going to have some awesome, awesome, awesome testimonies. We're going to have some awesome testimonies. So keep pushing. Be, be, um, 
patient with yourself. Like, I had to be really patient with myself last week because when I say our Friday, I broke down and cried three times. Like, it was ridiculous. But I had to be patient with myself, and I had to let myself cry. And once I finished crying, I got back up, and I kept moving. But I had to acknowledge that, you know, I was feeling what I was feeling, but I couldn't stay there. Feeling versus reality. You may be feeling some type of way, but the reality is, is that God keeps his promises and that God is he's an on-time God and the truth is if only we knew how close we are to all the things that God has for us we would definitely um I don't know we would just view the waiting season a whole lot different so I'm praying with you I'm praying for you um I'm praying with you and I'm praying for you Please email me at dearsisterpodcast at gmail.com to let me know, like, if you're going through the waiting season, what scriptures have helped you during your waiting season. Um, are, are there any sermons I should watch to, like, you know, motivate me during this waiting season? Or if you just have prayer requests or if you want to pray together, let me know because I'm definitely in this waiting season with you. And don't forget to please rate this podcast episode give it five stars if it spoke to you or how many stars you want um and don't forget to share this podcast with um people that you think could be blessed by it y'all please keep me in your prayers um nothing bad is happening like i wish i i can't even say nothing bad is happening but the waiting season, like, I see what God has for me, but it just seems so far away. It just seems so far away. You get what I'm saying? But I'm going to read my own words to myself and to you. That if only you knew how close you are to the goodness coming your way, the open doors you're about to walk through, the connections you are about to make, the healing you are about to receive, the answers you are about to get, the season you are about to walk in, you will hold on a little tighter, get a little bit more excited, praise a little harder, and trust God so much more. It's coming Keep preparing and keep trusting. And don't forget Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. So now wrap your heart tightly around the hope that lives within us, knowing that God always keeps his promises. I love y'all. I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. Um, And please, please keep me in your prayers that God will continue to grace me as I go through this waiting season. And I cannot wait for us to share our testimonies with each other on the other side of this waiting season. Have an awesome week, y'all.